In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Coming up this week, we'll get a review of Carnival Freedom from Galveston, Texas. Uh, Also, Sherry Kennedy standing by with Cruise News. Before we get to Sherry, a couple things here. I do want to tell you, I want to hear your cruise experience. So if you do have one, you just got back from a sailing and you want to talk about it, shoot me an email, doug at cruiseradio.net. Also, don't forget about our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Just search Cruise Radio News in Facebook. All right, Cruise News with Sherry. Hey there. Hey, Doug. Carnival Ecstasy just got back from a dry dock, and it got some new enhancements. Carnival Ecstasy is almost a new ship again. She's got the Guy's Burger Joint now, the Blue Iguana Cantina, the Alchemy Bar, which is one of your favorite hangouts, Mm -hmm. I think. Cherry on top. And this is in addition to already having the Red Frog Rum Bar, the Blue Iguana Tequila Bar, the Waterworks Aqua Park, the Serenity Adults Only Area, and the Spa. The ship will cruise uh, from Charleston, South Carolina year-round, doing four- and seven-day sailings to the Bahamas and the Caribbean. You ever sail out of Charleston? I haven't. I would love to, and I still haven't sailed out of Jacksonville. Yeah. So Remember we sailed on Ecstasy uh, a couple of years ago for that Carnival Live sailing? Yeah, that was for um, Martina. Martina McBride. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. The ship was nice. Yeah, it is, for sure. Uh, and so on the subject of Carnival, they are expanding their seafood shack. They are. I still haven't seen this. You've been to this many times, right? I love it. It, it caused me to gain probably, <laughs> I'm going to guess, about 10 to 12 pounds over the summer with the lobster rolls. Wow. And that's not low in cholesterol <laughs> no. either, so that's interesting. <laughs> but anyway, the seafood shack will be introduced on several new ships in the coming months, much to your dismay. Uh, it's already available on the Conquest and the Carnival Vista, and pretty soon the eatery will be rolled out to, are you ready, the Freedom, the Liberty, the Triumph, the Carnival Valor, and of course, the still-in-production Carnival Horizon. I got to say, you know, you do these stories like this, and you have people give their two cents about, oh, Carnival's trying to nickel and dime you, but I got to tell you that if you spend the money for the lobster roll or the, the shrimp basket, whatever it is, it's well worth it. I mean, to me, the lobster roll on that ship, because it was so fresh, it was like eating a lobster roll in uh, Portland, Maine, or in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. And I will agree with you on all of that. You can't get meals like they offer in some of the specialty restaurants for the price that you pay mm-hmm. back on land. You just can't find that. And it's, you know, I think in my world, it keeps the cost down for the ticket price for the cruise. And then you just pay extra if you want to eat in one of the specialty restaurants. Royal Caribbean <laughs> is opening more sailings to Cuba, but this time with a twist. They're going to overnight there? They are going to overnight, which is pretty nice. They're going to do four and five night sailings, and they will overnight in Havana and other stops. It's going to be a wonderful cruise because it will also visit Key West and Cozumel, um, and which, I mean, that would be those are my two favorite ports that are close by anyway, and to add Havana into it is just going to be awesome. And last but not least, MSC Cruises, they're, they're pumping out cruises like they're on a, a cruise ships, like they're on an assembly lineup in Detroit somewhere. So uh, they, sure they recently just celebrated a milestone for one of their upcoming ships. 
They did. Last week, uh, MSC Cruises um, passed another milestone. Sounds like a kidney stone, but they, <laughs> they celebrated a milestone with the coin ceremony for their second uh, of this class ship, the MSC Seaview. It's the third of these mega ships that they're bringing into service, and the Seaview will be launched June of 2018. And you've got that typical coin ceremony. Uh, it's, it's very it's historic. It's superstitious. But they have to do it. So the Seaview, I think, is going to Brazil, right? Seaview will go to Brazil, and the Seaside is the one that will be here later this year in November and uh, head to be homeported in Miami. You know, MSC is a rather interesting cruise line, we'll say. But uh, their private destination they're building in the Bahamas, that uh, not conservatory, what is it called? The sanctuary they're building? Looks yep. really cool. It should be. That's one with the, uh, it'll have dolphins or mm-hmm. some kind of an aquarium, not an aquarium, um, um, you know, where you can see the fish and interact with the, with the mammals, I guess, right? Yeah. So that's, uh, when that is eventually built, it was supposed to be built this year, but I guess they pushed it back a little bit. And, it was uh, not delayed. Gonna be, yeah, not going to be until 2018 now, I think. But We'll see how that comes whenever they uh, open it. So with that said, we've been talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. Sherry, as always, thanks for being on the show. See you later, Doug. Thank you. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at CruiseRadio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. ParkWest makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about ParkWest Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the ParkWest Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Kelly and her boyfriend just returned from a four-night sailing on Carnival Freedom out of Galveston, Texas. Kelly joins us on the line. Hey, Kelly. Hi. So uh, super stoked to hear about this sailing, and plus this was your first time on Carnival, and it was a Carnival Plus sailing. So uh, excited to hear all about this ship, the destinations and everything. But before we get there, let's take a step back. What made you want to take this four-night Carnival Freedom sailing? So the cruise is going out of Galveston, and we are based in Austin, Texas. So Galveston is about a two-and-a-half-hour drive for us. So it was super convenient um, to get to Galveston. We knew we wanted to do a cruise, and the four-night itinerary seemed good because we weren't going to be gone too, too long, and it was over a weekend, which Mm -hmm. was great. 
my boyfriend had never actually been to Cozumel. So that was another bonus for us. And then we wanted to try Carnival. So it was our first Carnival cruise. Now, this was billed as a Carnival Plus sailing. What exactly does that mean? From what we, you know, researched and saw was that we were going to be in Cozumel in the port for a few hours longer than um, other cruise ships. I think we got into port and actually got off the ship around eight o'clock and then we had to be back on the ship, I think at four. So we had a good majority of the day in port. Cool. So you make your way from Austin down to Galveston and how was the embarkation process for you? We drove and we used Galveston Park and Cruise and um, I highly recommend them. They were great. They were one block from the pier. So it was super easy um, to just park and take our luggage with us. We did make a reservation with them about two weeks in advance um, because they do tend to get booked up, but they had great customer service. So I really highly recommend them. And then since we weren't any type of status with Carnival, we um, just kind of took our luggage with us and got in line and we got there about 1230 and we were on the boat about two o'clock. So it was a little bit of a a wait. And that was especially for security reasons. Once we got through security, we actually had taken wine with us. We got our bags checked and then got in line for our card. That process went um, a lot faster. Cool. So uh, you make your way on board the ship. What were your first impressions of your very first Carnival cruise ship? I thought it was a really pretty ship. It kind of reminded me um, a little bit of, you know, a Vegas casino. There was lots of colors. It was kind of flashy and there was lots of stuff going on. There was music. um, There was a ton of people on the ship by the time we got on the ship. um, since It was a little bit later on in the day. But it was, um, you know, a great first impression. Um, the ship was really well maintained and it was a very clean ship. It was beautifully decorated. They had the big Christmas tree in the middle and all the garland around. So, um, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Cool. So uh, you make your way to your stateroom. What kind of stateroom did you wind up booking and uh, what did you think of it? So my boyfriend and I really do love balconies. We're definitely balcony people and we try to look and for the best deals on balcony rooms on the cruises that we go on. And after reading a couple of message boards, we realized that there was this kind of L-shaped room um, in the back of the ship mm-hmm. and it had an extended balcony. So we were really interested in getting that room. And when we went to book this cruise, that room was available. So it was actually another reason why we decided to book this cruise, kind of for that room in particular. So we got into the room and it was great. There's like a long hallway that you go into and it has three wardrobes, which is awesome for putting all your clothes in there. And then the bed faces two huge windows that look out onto the balcony. So it was super bright and light and our balcony was huge. And we had a huge lounger as well as two additional sitting chairs and a table. Um, So we were greatly surprised and pleasantly surprised with this balcony room. Do you remember the name of what they call those rooms? It's slipped my mind. We saw it as L-shaped rooms on the board, but they advertised it just as a regular balcony room, and it was actually the same price as a regular balcony room. Uh So 
we'd snatch that up in a moment. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about dining aboard. You have, of course, the Guy's Burger joint on here. You have Blue Iguana Cantina. Is there a steakhouse on this one? I can't remember. There is. It's yeah. called the Sun King Steakhouse. It's the actually the only um, specialty restaurant. And we did that one. We went to the steakhouse the first night to take advantage of the 50% off um, bottles of wine or free house wine. Mm -hmm. So we definitely, um, we are wine drinkers. We kind of consider ourselves foodies. So we wanted to, you know, definitely try that. So we did that the first night and it was great. The service was exceptional. The steaks were amazing. The whole meal in itself was awesome. We, did the 50% off our own wine to choose our own Merlot mm -hmm. to go with our steaks. So that was great. And we actually tried to get in the last night, but unfortunately they couldn't accommodate an additional reservation for us because it was such a popular place. Just, just <laughs> but it was of, delicious. Just out of curiosity, because uh, you're a big wine drinker and I don't know anything about wine. How is the wine selection in the steakhouse? Is it, a, is it fairly decent coming from a wine drinker? Yeah, I could actually say that it was a fairly decent wine selection. We had just gotten off of a celebrity cruise in September, and we were a little bit disappointed with the wine selection on Celebrity. So we were actually really um, pleasantly surprised at the good wine selection on Carnival. Um, definitely. Cool. Let's talk about the main dining room. Uh, what time dining did you have? We did um, our time dining. We kind of don't want to be tied down to a specific time and just go when we want to. And so we went to the steakhouse on the first night. The second night, we did the main dining room. That was the only night that we had to wait with a pager, and it was only about a 20-minute wait. And I think it was just because everyone was trying to figure out what time they wanted to go, and we went a little bit earlier, around 7.30, which seemed like most of the crowds had gone at that time. What did you think of the food and service in there? So the food, I thought, was really good. Um, there, we did two appetizers each just to try different things, mm -hmm. and then we would get one entree. And then we tried the melting cake because we've heard from so many people, you just have to have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was delicious. I actually got another hazelnut dessert, which I thought was fantastic as well. And I think the service was great as well. Um, you know, we kind of aren't into the whole like show of the main dining room, but the food and the service and everything was great. And we really enjoyed it. And we got to sit next to a window every time we went and we, you know, sat next to some interesting and fun people that we got to meet. So it was overall a good experience. Awesome. And uh, what are your thoughts of the poolside venues, Guy's Burger Joint and Blue Iguana Cantina? Yeah, so we got a Guy's Burger. Like the first thing we did when we got on the boat was get a Guy's Burger, and they were fantastic. I love that you could put your own toppings on the burger and, you know, put your own sauces and everything on there. You could get it plain and do it all yourself. That was awesome. The service outside on all those venues is great. We actually had lunch and breakfast at the Blue Iguana Cantina. We did mm -hmm. breakfast burritos one morning, and those were good. We um, really enjoyed all of the lunch options on Carnival. We really think that's where they excelled. You don't need to always go into the, the main buffet area to get lunch. There are other options for you there. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, what were your thoughts on the entertainment for Carnival Freedom? So we didn't go to um, any of the like main stage shows, but we did go to see a couple of the comedians who were great. And then we passed by the, I guess it was like a piano bar, doing piano bar. Um, and it was always packed. 
that we could never actually get in there. And it looked so popular. So I think that was definitely popular. The comedians were great. We enjoyed some of the, um, you know, kind of duos that sang at different venues. So that was great. And overall, I thought they did a really good job of constantly having entertainment available throughout the day, especially since we had two sea days on this particular sailing. And uh, speaking of sea days, how were they? So the first day at sea was a little challenging, I would say, because the weather was awful. So all of the pools were closed and the hot tubs, um, unfortunately, were all closed. We had really wanted to take advantage of the Serenity Deck Mm -hmm. because we heard that was great. But unfortunately, the wind was so bad, we couldn't even go up there. So I think a lot of people gravitated towards, you know, the inside of the ship and everything like that. And we were a little bit bummed because we wanted to hang out on our balcony and kind of enjoy that. But the second sea day after we'd gotten back from Cozumel was amazing. It was like a picture perfect day. So we went up to the Serenity deck and we sat in the hot tubs and we lounged around there and everyone was out at the pools. And then this particular ship had an aft pool that we really enjoyed. It was an adult-only pool. Um, And so that pool was great. You never had to, you know, look for a chair. They were always open for you. It was less crowded over there. So it turned out to be just such a great day coming back. Cool. Now, you uh, hit Cozumel on this sailing. What are there any other ports? Just Cozumel. Just Cozumel. Okay. And what did you do once you got into Cozumel? So we went to Nachi. Mm -hmm. We heard that, you know, we were between Nachi and I think it was Mr. Sanchez. We were between those two, but we heard Nachi was a little bit calmer. Not too many kids would go there and we don't have kids. So we loved the fact that they only accept 100 people a day. So it seemed like it was going to be a little bit, you know, more intimate. Mm -hmm. So we got a taxi to Nachi. I would say we should have tried to find some other people from our cruise going to Nachi because we could have all split a taxi. That was the only thing I think we didn't do very well. Uh, otherwise, it's, I think, like 20 U.S. dollars to Nachi and then back to the cruise pier. So the facilities at Nachi were unbelievable. They had this great swim-up bar, a pool, a hot tub. The beach was pristine. They had great service there. Um, they would come wait on you, get you drinks. Um, It was all inclusive for one price. So we had, you know, drinks in the morning and we had lunch, which was really good, I would say, for the food there. And then, you know, drinks all throughout the afternoon as well. Um, So we really enjoyed ourselves. The weather cooperated with us when we were in Mexico in that kind of afternoon part of the day. So I highly recommend it. What did you pay per person for Nachi? I want to say it was $55 a person. And it was all you can drink, all you can eat type thing? Exactly. And when you book it, you just pay a small deposit and then you pay the rest of it there. So you do need to bring, you know, the credit card that you use to book it, bring it with you. Nice. So uh, you make your way back to Galveston. How was the disembarkation process for you? It was easy. We didn't really have any problems getting off the ship. And we did self-assist with our luggage um, just because we had actually only brought one bag. So we figured it would just be easier (laughs) and quicker. And we were through, I guess, the customs there to our car in probably like 40 minutes from trying, you know, from getting off the ship through. So I think the disembarkation process was a little bit smoother than the embarkation process in Galveston. Any first time tips you have to offer people sailing Carnival Freedom? 
So I definitely think if you enjoy, you know, your balcony, the room that we got, the kind of L-shaped room in the back of the ship was definitely a great room to get. It gave us a ton of space on the balcony. Also, I would say take advantage of all of the entertainment aboard Carnival. They offer just some great comedians, and it just seems like they had tons of stuff going on all day. The food was delicious. I would definitely say take advantage of the Sun King Steakhouse if you want a really nice meal for not that much money. I think it was $35 a person. It was definitely well worth it. And Carnival does a great job with their service. Um, Our room attendant was exceptional. Our room was always clean. We never had any issues. You know, the staff really treats you very well there. And they know you're there to have fun and have a good vacation. So they do as much as they can to make sure that you're happy. Would you sail Carnival again? We definitely would. We definitely want to try the Vista. Mm -hmm. We would love a ship with some more specialty dining options, which they do have. So just that particular ship, you know, only had one, but we chose it because it was in Galveston. So we definitely would sail Carnival again. We're looking forward to, uh, to trying out the Vista soon. Cool. Well, uh, in closing here, Kelly, what are your final thoughts on Carnival Freedom? It's a great ship. It's very clean. It's um, it's a really fun ship. They have a lot of stuff to do, especially for adults. The Serenity area is amazing. You know, don't don't just think um, there's going to be a ton of kids running around everywhere. You can really make it your own vacation, and you really have so many options on the ship for so many different things to do. We've been talking with Kelly. Her and her boyfriend just returned from a four-night sailing on Carnival Freedom out of Galveston. Kelly, good talking to you. Thank you, Doug. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.